powered by Riverside FM. back to another episode of the podcast. Today we have two very, very, very special guests. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. I am Kimber Hanchi Ogden. I'm better known as Seth Hanchi's mom. And uh, Kimber, and this is, what's your name, boy? Tell him. Seth. How are you guys? Good, good. Hey, nice. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm Josh. Nice to meet you guys. Cool. Where are you out of? Uh, I'm out of Roanoke, Virginia. Oh, okay, cool. I heard it's beautiful there. I've never been. I'd love to go to Shenandoah Valley and all of that to get to see it. I heard it's so pretty there. It is, definitely. It's it's a very, very small town. Yeah. So, tell me a, bit, a little bit about your yourselves and... Uh, kind of, uh, you know, get our, our followers up to date on how everything's going. Okay. Um, well, I'm Seth's advocate. Seth, you want me to give a little bit of background, Josh? Sure, okay. absolutely. Okay. So, uh, Seth had graduated at the age of 15. He was in college to be a nurse at the age of 17 years old. Full-time youth pastor. Brilliant, walked around with a dictionary in his back pocket at the age of eight, uh, trying to impress everybody and wow us with his uh, vocabulary skills. But um, on September 28, 2011, we're coming up on the 11th year anniversary. We celebrate that because it's his rebirth day, we call it. Um, we're excited because we actually, I just finished this book called Push Through It. It's part of his mantra which is quitting lasts forever, pain lasts for a moment, so push through it. That was actually his mantra even before he got ran over. So Seth was training for a triathlon, and uh, he was on a 60-mile bicycle ride. He was His goal was to do the Ironman, and he was had just come in from college that day, got on his bike, went for a ride, uh, had all of his gear on and doing all the right things, and he was struck from behind by an 81-year-old woman in a van. She did not break till she hit him. Um, it was clear visibility, so there was, like, no issue. It just was someone who did not need the driving, really. Um, it threw him 160-plus feet. He landed on the highway. He got at the scene twice. Um, they airlifted it to a trauma center a little over an hour away. And that's where they removed the left side of his skull to accommodate the swelling of his brain. He was in a coma. Uh, they did not expect him to live through the night. And I don't know if I mentioned, he died at the same twice. And um, so when he woke up from the coma 10 days later, they told us that he would be in a perpetual state of vegetation. Uh, he'd be vegetated. He'd never know anything, never know who he was, who we were, nothing. Uh, and wouldn't know how to do anything and have no memory. And that's just part of the list. It was a really long list of what he'd never do again. And so 
uh, I had never had anyone in my family that even had disabilities. So it was being thrown into the middle of the ocean and having to learn to navigate. Well, 10 days later, Seth came out of that coma. They told us we needed to institutionalize him, that there, we were not capable medically to take care of him. And uh, the amazing thing is, you know, they, uh, they did tell us, by the way, that he would never get better. And refused to believe that. I said, I've changed his diapers before, if that's my purpose in life, and I'll just change his diapers again at the age of 17. Well, they sent him from there to New Orleans Children's Hospital, and um, it was in that hospital that they were three months later able to get him up on his feet and get him to take his first step. He was still hemiparalysis, which is half of your body paralyzed. Um, the left side of your brain controls the right side. Right side controls the left. So he um, was still paralyzed, and they were able to get him to take some steps assisted, and they sent him home five months later in a wheelchair and in diapers. He could not still get up out of the bed by himself, walk unassisted, um, anything like that. And he had, he had uh, acquired apraxia and aphasia. So broca aphasia, which affects the speech. That's where your mind wants to, it knows what it wants to do. It cannot execute the move. So it's like a, your wires are cut, basically. And so a lot of people ask, Seth is 28, and they ask, is he all there? And um, yeah, he's pretty darn smart, smarter than a lot of people I know that don't have a brain injury. But um, he, he did have to relearn to do literally everything, and from the smallest things, brushing his teeth, um, all of that. So I, I say that to our message for Team Seth um, is whatever your pain is, whatever happens to you, you know, we have things that happen that we didn't plan for, but whatever happens that you can push through it, like Seth Monster says, like the name of the book is, you can push through it, and you can take your pain. And when you're able to bring uh, healing to someone else by giving what you need, it is the most empowering feeling to know that that pain was not wasted. Because a lot of people get stuck at that why, and they don't know how to move forward. They get bitter, angry, throw in the towel, give up on life. But as long as you're breathing, there's still life to live. Yeah, and I've watched as many of your videos as I possibly could, and my wife and I were watching your YouTube channel last night, and to see what you've gone through to where you are now, I mean, that's that's definitely an inspiration to a lot of people, myself included. You know, it makes you think that you think you have it bad, but there are other people that are struggling with a lot more. Than you realize. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad you guys are supporting us yeah. and enjoying the, the Team Seth journey. So thank you. Thank yeah, you for all, your words uh, of encouragement. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, our faith, <laughs> Josh, if it was, it was not for our faith, we would not have made it through this. Yeah. And I, I'm a pastor, but I'll tell you, I went through a very dark place myself because, you know, you can be doing all the right things that people assume 
I'm doing all the right things. Nothing bad's going to happen. And that's the furthest from the truth. You know, life happens. And whether you're doing the right thing or the wrong thing, if you're doing the wrong thing, you're you're setting yourself yourself up for, you know, something stupid happening. But when you're doing the right things and something hits you out of nowhere and it just throws the trajectory of your life into a completely different direction than you had planned out, you know, you did the ABCs. Uh, He was in school, like I said, in college to be a nurse. His dream was to take ministry with him and get to travel all over the world and get it paid for by being a travel nurse, him and his sister, Sierra. And um, that dream did not come true. And so a lot of people just kind of go, okay, well, you know, I failed my class in college. I'm I'm not going to be able to be a doctor, I didn't get accepted, I didn't get accepted in law school, or, or I just failed kinesiology altogether, or whatever they're in, and they just give up, and what I have found firsthand is Seth's life does not look like what he had planned, but he has been able to touch more people's lives in the most amazing, positive impact um, and make a, a difference. And, you know, I think that's the thing that most people miss. They miss that we're all here for a reason. We all have purpose, and we're here to make a difference. And whatever that looks like, you know, whether it's teaching or volunteering or just helping a, a widow down the street who has nobody to mow her yard, it's literally taking the life that's inside of you and impacting someone else's life outside of your comfort zone and making a difference, the smallest thing. It just it gives you meaning and purpose to life. Yeah. And, you know, being able to help your fellow man, no matter how big or small, uh, I think helps broaden your life just a little bit every time you do it. Absolutely. I think it gives you meaning. I watched Seth. The amazing thing about Seth, yes, I'm his mom. My womb is so proud that I gave him space and gave him birth. Um, Gave birth to him. But I will say this. I watch him every day. I get the front row seat of, of his arena in his life. And I see the days that he really struggles. You know, brain injury is is really hard. And then you add to it the communication issues. And Seth, one of the things he told me, there's two things that really bothered him the most. And a lot of people ask that question. But one of the things that bothers him the most is people assume he's not all there um, because of the communication deficit. The second thing is, he used to be this really deep, introspective, deep thought, loved to have these really deep, logical conversations, you know, like um, philosophy and, and all of this stuff, you know. And so he said that he misses having the depth of conversation because in his mind, he said he's saying it. Like he will hear other people, us, um, or other people sitting around talking about, you know, these really deep concepts and thoughts and um, the most frustrating thing and he's told us it feels like he's a ghost 
uh, he feels invisible because he has the conversation in his head, but he can't articulate it out. And I, I would liken it to being locked in a glass box, you know, like, hey, can anybody hear me? I'm over here. I'm saying all of this stuff. And boy, I'm really intellectual and it's really deep thoughts. I wish you could hear it, but he, no one hears it. And so he has to keep that inside himself. And, um, but I've watched this kid go through dark, dark, dark places. And I talk really uh, transparently about that in the book. But he's also gone to places that bring him through that. And one of those is when he died, he walked and he walked to Christ. And uh, it was a beautiful, I talk about that in the book, that, you know, God gave me the same vision that night. And I had no idea that that's where Seth truly was. I thought it was God giving me peace about the situation um, with the vision that he gave me. But later when Seth came home and was able many, many months later to articulate somewhat, and we were um, good at his charades, I'll say it that way. He was able to explain to us that when he died, he literally walked to Christ and Christ told him to come back, that he had a great purpose yet to fulfill. And um, that's the same thing that I saw. And then there's a whole lot more detail to that. But it's an amazing story. And he inspires me because I would have already given up. You know, I would have been like, y'all just put me in the closet, leave me alone, shut the door, and let me die. And Seth is not like that. He's, he powers through. And that's, that's the amazing thing that I think that uh, once I came across your Instagram page, I started trying to go through as much content as I could possibly consume. And it, and it you could see the progress from where uh, Seth was after the accident to where he is now. And, you know, I, I watched a video last night of him going to Walmart and buying groceries and cooking. And it's just like, you know, that... That makes you think that you can do anything that you want to. It just takes a lot of heart and a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, and not quitting. You know, that there's a silly saying, we used to say it when we were kids, at first you don't succeed, try and try and try and try again, right? <laughs> but a lot of times we get so disheartened because we try and try and then we go well we we tried but the truth is you know and i draw so much of what brings me through and what has gotten seth even through is the word of god is so relevant because like when you think about it he says okay you knock and you keep knocking the persistence endurance he talks about that constantly about just enduring just just keep on you know don't quit on your worst day because you will get through whatever it is you feel like you're going to die in the middle of if you just keep moving. And um, I think that's been Seth's philosophy from the get-go is, you know, I said this yesterday, Martin Luther King Jr. has a quote, and he's got many, but one of my favorites is something that I thought about with Seth, and I've posted it so many times through the years, um, and that is, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, 
just keep moving forward. And this dude right here, I mean, that should be tattooed on his heart because his spirit is like a lion. You know, he just keeps going. He's like the ever-ready bunny, I think. Okay, <laughs> this is it. It's another setback. It's another disappointment. It's another my life. Okay, I had it figured out. And, um, you know, he was when he was Cody couldn't powerlift anymore. Josh, he just took it into a different direction and was going into the Paralympics. And they noticed, you know, that he had this leaking of the brain fluid again. And they were like, stop. You can't do anything. You can't pick up anything heavier than a milk jug. Well, that's a power lifter. And that became his new identity. So to see that, um, you know, that even that, like it's been multiple setbacks. And he just, he just keeps on moving forward. Yeah, and it, you know, it's like you said, but, you know, through the darkest days, there's always light at the end, you'll end up where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I'll die. And Seth does that. If y'all see any of the other videos, you'll see him always pointing up. Uh, When he won the goal, when he was competing, he's always pointing up. And he does that. He points and looks up, and he does that because he knows our strength comes from God, you know, he got up off that road only by the grace of God. Yeah. And so we're we're very much aware that we're just characters in the story, yeah. but God's writing the story wow. and wow. he orders our steps. And so we just keep walking. Yeah, and you can ask him questions, Josh, and I will I'll shut up. Money. So, <laughs> and there's that. Right there. <laughs> So I have to ask, uh, I've seen a lot of your videos. Um, what is what is your favorite activity, favorite hobby now? <laughs> I know it's so hard to choose. Half and half. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, two. Um, gym. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, and walk a lot. <laughs> so this is Forrest Gump's love child. Okay? He didn't get the walk from me. It's funny. That's what I preached yesterday. And I was talking about the title was "Keep on Running," and I was talking about when Seth came home that I had started the Brain Injury Foundation because I said this is not going to be the dark cloud, you know, that defines us. I wanted people to say, you know, that's when they talked about us, like, oh, that's so sad, you know, that poor kitty had so much potential and did you hear it's so tragic. I wanted them to be inspired because I needed to be inspired. And I wanted to give what I needed and I needed hope. I didn't need um another scripture and I'm a pastor I knew enough scripture I didn't need to hear another scripture I was like a man in the Bible named Thomas I just needed to see somebody's scars that was told you're not going to make it through this you'll never come out of this alive and I needed to see somebody stand in front of me that was told what we were told about Seth you know he'll never do this he'll never do that 
and they can stand in front of me and say, I, you know, the doctor told me the same thing, but look at me. I just ran a 5K. Well, or whatever it is. I became a power lifter and I was paralyzed on the right side. I went back to school because he went back to school and got his massage therapy degree. I saw so, that. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's why I started the Brain Injury Foundation to give hope. And the the amazing thing is I told him, I'll never forget, I was like, I had never ran a 5K. I know I look like I'm in such good shape and I'm such an exercise enthusiast, <laughs> but I'm not. And never had been at that. But it was so funny because um, Seth was in a wheelchair and he had a brace on the right hand, brace on the right leg. And I was like, um, we're going to do, he came home two days before his 18th birthday. I said, a year from now is, um, you're going to be 19. I'm scheduling a 5K and we're going to run it. If I have to push you around the whole track in your wheelchair, we're doing it, but we're running it together. Now, I never trained. I didn't do from the couch to 5K app, nothing like that. But um, I talked about it yesterday. It was so cool because uh, Seth had just got where he could he could run, like jog. And um, his balance was still so bad that there was on this part, we would go out to a park here, and it was this track that went around the little lake they have there, and there was some roots that would be sticking up. And Seth would be so afraid that I was going to step over him and trip because he would trip on something like literally, you know, it didn't have to be that tall, he could just feet up high. And so he'd be so afraid, like, take my arm when we're fixing to go there, like I'm decrepit or something, and um, help me over uh, to make sure I didn't stumble or fall. And he still could not really articulate well. But one thing he could do, and I watched this kid pushed through so much hell, fight, fight hell itself to get back the life that he had. And um, here he is, you know, jogging beside me because I wasn't running, Joshua. That was not my goal. I started out that way, and then I realized, you know what? I'm going to walk a 5K. I ain't going to be running a 5K and dying on the track, people tripping over me. So to keep from being a trip hazard, I decided to walk it, Okay. But Seth was beside me, and I would be so tired, and which is really sad. I would be so tired and want to just quit. Because I'm like, I can't do this. I'm too old for this. You know, wah, wah, wah. And Seth loves to show me my little baby violin when I started. But, yeah, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I hate to say that real good. Wah, wah, wah. So he would come up beside me, though, and he would put his hand on my back. Now, he could only do this, up, 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 like, come on. And he couldn't even say, come on, clear, go, 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 up, up, up. And it, I knew what it meant, keep my mind up and focus on God. And with God, I could do all things. And you can't quit when you got somebody who has every reason to quit every excuse nobody would have even looked at him sideways and said you're such a loser you know he would have just tapped out but he didn't and so it made me push ahead um i think it's it's really inspiring when you have somebody in front of you to look at that like i said they have every reason to quit but they just keep on going and it makes you feel foolish 
that you, you know, you're going to be um, trying to quit when they're not. They're, they just keep pushing through it. Now, I did see, Seth, where you ran, uh, was it a marathon, like a year after the, the accident? What was that like, that sense of accomplishment? The one you ran with Tommy. What was that called? The hell, run through hell or something like that? Yeah, the 5K was a year yeah. after. Joshua, the other, mar- the one that was actually a half marathon is what it was, I think. Okay. It might have been a whole. But um, that yeah. that marathon happened probably about, what, five, yeah. four or five years later, five years later. Okay. Yeah, hotter than hell. I think it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was a funny name. It had hell in yeah. it. Okay, it's yeah. all I remember. Yeah. But um, <laughs> he did it, and he competed, and he competed with the man that was training with him at that time, named Tommy, and they ran it, and um, he still has that medal. You know, one yeah. more medal to put with all the yeah. other ones. But it was definitely a feat. How did that make you feel? He said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Tommy, fast, fast, more, uh, one, up, 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 knee, below, one, below, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 oh, God. The interesting thing, Josh, is, I'm sorry, Josh, the interesting thing is, um, (laughs) is that Seth is helping train um, a young lady who had a brain injury, and he's working out with her at the gym, and we've been posting some of those videos when we're doing them live, but it's amazing seeing him actually work and walk it out, you know, to see him helping someone else because the benefit of exercise was was so good. Number one, it releases the dopamine, so you, you actually feel more optimistic and feel better when you're able to do that. Um, but he recently lost 60 pounds, and he's like below 300. He has not been below 300 in many, 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 many years, many years. But he is now below 300 pounds. Um, he's at 295. And he did that by walking. And I'm not talking about walking like like I would walk. I'm talking about walking like three and four hours a day. It's crazy. I don't know how he does it. But um, <laughs> people see him walking all over because we live in a small town. And it's a university town. And... Uh, we see him, you know, they'll see him walking through town or whatever. And they probably assume his truck broke down, but it didn't. He's mm-hmm. just, just walking. He will walk to Walmart. He walks in the rain. He makes all those people that find excuses real easy feel like really um, stupid and, and lazy. So. I, do, I, I do like that. I do like the the optimistic upbeat um, never say no mentality of I, I'm not gonna quit because you don't you don't see that nowadays you just don't yeah. well you know not 
it's not politically correct, but I'll say they give awards now for just, you know, just competing. And so things that used to be hard earned, you know, where you take the pride and you look in the mirror and reflect and stare back, you have great respect for That's only That only comes by doing the hard things on the days that you could easily just stay in bed, right? Yeah. But, um, but it's really neat when you see other people. I think it's really easy to grab an excuse out of the handbag and just say, you know, not today, not today. And um, just, you don't have, he just does not have that attitude. He's just got that good attitude. Yeah, and, you know, the other thing that I found very, very amazing is some of the videos that you guys have on Instagram um, where you guys are going in and ordering food and things of that nature to see how patient people are in a not-so-patient society. Yeah. Um, well, here's a behind-the-scenes. You ready? You're getting the first one. But the behind-the-scenes stuff so is this. Their people, their attitude always, amazingly, gets really good when they a camera and we say yeah. hey we video for tiktok is, is it okay if we video <laughs> they might have the, the worst because yeah. we don't say anything Rude. hey oh my god oh my god it's yeah fake. oh my god it's all fake no, there there's a hand i will say there are a handful of genuine genuinely nice people that really like their job but most of the people we deal with, yeah. we have to see if it was just ourselves, we would push through it. Yeah. But when it is, um, like I, I'm happy to inform you and educate anybody <laughs> who has a, a funky attitude. You know what I'm saying yeah. when they deal with him. And um, most people don't realize that he is has trouble communicating. Um, but they just. There, it's not as many nice people with good attitudes as you think. They become nice and good when a camera is in their face or rolling. Um, but like I said, there are some that are genuinely, they're just nice people. But most people are not like that. They just, they all of a sudden transform, you know, when they see the camera on. And that, that is very but true. I didn't think about that aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, it's that, hey, you disappeared, Joshua. We oh, I'm sorry. I can still see you. It might just be the, uh, uh, the maybe the internet or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, can you tell me a little bit about the foundation and, and um, how much is Seth involved in that? So we have a 501c3, like I said, we started the Team Seth Foundation for Traumatic Brain Injury Awareness. Um, that was in 2012, as soon as Seth came home, um, that's when it started. But what we actually do is we do a lot of things to bring awareness. There's nobody on salary. Um, you know when the IRS comes and audits your foundation and they tell you you have to start taking the money ma'am for expenses you cannot just take in money and then just give it away you have to do something that shows that you're you know a valid business but um 
that is one of the things that uh, we do is we bring awareness. We have recently started working with the the um, military because they actually have the brain injury, by the way, is one of the number one injuries that they're coming back from being in, you know, foreign soil or defending our freedom and protecting our coast. They're coming back with a brain injury. It can be from a concussion or anything. And um, then there's people that have strokes that deal with the apraxia and the aphasia. So, and I've seen many on TikTok and they even will, you know, will tag us in those. But the foundation just, we work really hard to bring awareness to brain injury. And um, that's one of the things we do. We were being able to send some of the money uh, to help these kids with brain injury. Just a little bit of a gift to help because insurance does not cover. But a, a when I say a smidge, I mean a smidge of what therapy people with brain injury have to deal with. And so they typically go without any um, therapies at all up to a certain point, you know. So we were gifting them. Um, and then I also started doing caregiver retreats because the caregivers, I mean, you can't quit. You can't just clock in and, you know, or call in and say, hey, I'm, I'm calling out sick today or I'm taking a vacation. It, it just doesn't happen that way. The caregivers have a load on them that nobody nobody knows unless you walk a mile in their shoes. So that's some of the things we do. And then we speak publicly. We speak at the university here where we live at Louisiana Tech. We speak there twice a semester. Um, and we do whatever we can to motivate and inspire and encourage other people to get through whatever it is they're, they're fighting to get through. Very cool. I'm definitely going to have to uh, post all the links for it in the description. But I do have a question for you, Seth. I saw where you ate the, uh, what was it, the ghost pepper <laughs> pork rinds? How, how was that? No, uh, veal. Yeah. Uh, veal, hot, but. Good. They were good. More. Yeah. I haven't tried them, Joshua. I'm ah, not planning ah. on it. <laughs> yeah. I did oh. notice that. That yeah. every yeah. time you you'd grab one and, and you'd say it was hot, you'd go back for another. I know. <laughs> it's like it hurts so bad. Yeah. No. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Half and half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Yeah, no, hey, try. No. Try. I, Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Follow your heart and your brain. Do not do it. <laughs> <laughs> so. What's your favorite kind of uh, food to to cook at home? Uh, uh, that's everyone eggs. Eggs. Yeah. Eggs. Yeah. And I see. Plus, I'm sorry, and, and plus carcanons. 
Oh. He puts it in coconut oil. Yeah. yeah. I saw that video. So he's saying he yes, rubs his yes, stuff down yes, with coconut yes. oil. So, yeah, FYI, yeah. nobody uses the dark coconut oil. Yeah. I have my own that I cook with. We do not touch that. Yeah. It might have body hair in it from his chest yeah. on our face. So. Okay. Full body. Uh, hey. 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 <laughs> Hey, hey, uh, news rate, yeah, yeah, nice, two, uh, uh, two, sensor, uh, uh, coconut oil, yeah, two, yeah, two tablespoons, yeah, yeah. You just eat them? Yeah, uh, uh, around, yeah, uh, yeah, Don't yeah, lie. yeah, 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 Yes. He's a so, gourmet chef. Boom, boom, boom. That's what it so, is. Gourmet. Yeah, so view view. Super this this red red. It I, is yeah, so coconut oil is yeah, really, really yeah. good for your brain. Yeah. And they have done uh, scientific research that even yeah. with Parkinson's it's helping to repair the brain cells. Yeah. Really? And yeah. Super and it gives you it gives you really good energy. Yeah. And it's really good for you. So yeah. he he actually has a, a really good point. Um, and then blueberries are really good. And there's a lot of other yeah. things that we have in that book that I talk about. Like yeah. I have an ebook list of things that, that I did to help Steph recover. And so there's a lot of tips in there and stuff that we'll and I'm actually revising that right now. So it can be re-released on Amazon when I release the book. Very cool. Yeah. So... I do have a, another question for you, Seth. Um, going through uh, the school to become a, a, a massage, uh, is it a massage therapist? Yeah. How was that? Yeah, no, uh, two years, uh, caught us, yeah, so, so, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, real long, real best ever, yeah. yeah. That's what I will tell you. This is the thing about school. Um, and I go into detail about it, too. But uh, and if, if I'm shamelessly promoting the book, it, I am because there's so many things people ask us that I was like, okay, when I started writing, I was like, what are some things y'all want to know? So the book was written, it's Seth's story, but it's written for the Team Seth fans or fandom, as we call it. But it's stuff that they specifically said, what about this? What happened then? What about that? Well, with a massage therapy school, one of the things I learned, which was unfortunate, uh, like I said, there was nobody I knew that had a disability. Um, I became a advocate in, uh, out of necessity and by default. And then the, the thing that I found out is like, um, like with a massage therapy school, I had to go in and advocate, constantly, constantly advocate for him to be accommodated 
with his injury, with his disability. And then when it was time to take the state exam, I mean, then it's a whole nother ball game. And we fought the state of Louisiana for a couple of years actually. And we had an advocate disability attorney that were even helping. And we just, there was nothing that was a, um, something that they could use to go back on that, what is that called? Um, no. Never mind. I cannot believe you're zoning out. I am so shocked. Oh. oh, she's doing TikTok Live. Hey, guys. Um, so, um, precedence. That's that legal word, precedence. There was no legal precedent uh, that had been established for someone with his disability that would get accommodated at that level of accommodation for the state um, exam. So that's one of the things, that's why I say when you have somebody, you, you say, hey, I'm gonna be an advocate. When you learn to drive a bulldozer through a lot of brick walls and red tape because my gosh, there is so much, it will, it's shocking um, how difficult it is and how easy you could fall through the cracks, I call it, in the system. Um, but for, yeah. for Seth, you know, I've just learned to just keep following up, following up. And Seth used to mock me. Um, he would imitate me because he would, like, show I was smiling. But I would be like, like, telling people off. Who are you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's exaggerated. But um, well, kind of. But you you have to you know you have to pester people. <laughs> I don't like doing it. I I would prefer to do something else with my time. But the yeah. facts are and, uh, honestly. Super mom. So one of the things you just figure out really quickly is if you forget, like people might say with good intention, yeah, we're going to put him on the list. Yeah, he'll, it'll be in the mail tomorrow, the papers or whatever. And it just, I learned really early on, I had a notebook, Joshua, and I just kept notes in there. And my morning would start with getting Seth up, getting the diapers changed, Getting sheets off the bed because we wash sheets. I tore washing machines, washing sheets and sheets and sheets. I mean, he was a grown dude, you know. And um, that kind of thing is is what what um, exhausts a caregiver. And then on top of that, you have to turn around and start advocating. So I had a notebook of people, long list. Who do I call? And then if they wasn't the right one, I'd say, Where, who do I call? Who do I call? Yeah. You know, can you help me? Please help me. And I learned to share Seth's story with everybody because I did not want them to know. I didn't want them to just see, a, you know, this patient with a disability. And that started in the hospital. I figured out quickly if, if a nurse was, a new nurse was assigned, I would just immediately say, look, before you start, let me tell you who this is. 
and I would just start telling about Seth. You know, I didn't want them to think this kid was out clubbing and, you know, got he was drunk driving and got in a wreck, and that's how he got a brain injury. Because people would stereotype you. He's, especially now that he's tattooed. Joshua, you got tattoos I've seen them. You know what it's like. Yeah. People immediately, like, sticking in this mold without knowing the story behind it. And um, there's a lot of times he walks through businesses and stuff that he'll say something to someone. Because every person he passes, he's like, how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you doing? Talks to everybody. And I think he's running for political office. I'm not sure. But... He's, uh, yeah, I'm looking for him to kiss babies and get pictures with him any day now. <laughs> but he's, uh, he'll talk to them, and a lot of times they'll just be like, you know, oh, no contact. You know, I'm not going to look. I'm going to look away. Look away. Oh, because they just assume he's just, you know, some thug. Yeah. Um, of course, he ain't. He's the go teddy bear. But that's, um, that's, that's mainly. One of the things you have to do is you just got to keep pushing, or you'll they'll fall through the crack, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you know. I do have a question about the uh, about your your merchandise that you guys are uh, you have up on the website. Who comes up with the designs? Because I like your shirt a lot. Thank you. Um, are you talking about this shirt? The yeah. cross, the Bible cross. That's actually part of his tattoo. Um, the interesting yeah. story is that was one yeah. of Seth's first, it was actually his second tattoo. Yeah. And it's a, kind of the same symbols on his bracelets. And yeah. um, it has the mantra. These bracelets, by the way, so 100% of the proceeds, when they do order the bracelets from Team Seth, it goes to the Team Seth Foundation. And um, anything that you buy, all of that goes to Team Seth Foundation. But we're working on some new designs, and we're excited about that. But his uh, tattoo is the inspiration for the logo of King Seth. And the story behind that is um, at the age of 16, Seth was a youth pastor, and he told us he wanted this tattoo. And it's the one that's actually on his arm now. Um, Don't punch me, boy. You're going to be like... You're going to see Jesus another day. Okay. This right here is the actual tattoo that was on his screensaver. He had told us he wanted this tattoo. The only difference is where it says Romans 8, 28. You can't see because all the fur is kind of faded looking because it's a fur. But um, his saying is it's all good. And he actually preached this the night before and talked about the purpose and destiny of God that's inside of you. And then nothing the enemy does can take it away. And then, boom, he gets ran over and his speech taken, of all things, right? But the story behind the tattoo is he was still in ICU. And we had just got the phone back from the the state trooper. And it was like, literally, he woke up from the coma right after that we plugged this up we just got this really bad report again which was constant be one step forward 20 backwards all the time it was so emotional and um plugged this phone up couldn't get in it but this was the screensaver and so i, I call it kisses from heaven because it was like god kept sending these little signs these little bitty signs it might be a person saying something or it might be 
um, something that come up on my memories or, you know, or the phone screensaver being that of all things that says it's all good. You know, all things work together for the good of those who are called according to, uh, who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And so that's, says, he said it's his favorite scripture. That's the story behind the logo. Um, yeah. That was the second, yeah, the second tattoo he got. Yeah. And the only difference was yeah. Romans eight twenty eight. It's all good was in red. That's the only difference of the ow the tattoo. Sorry, you didn't run over my toe. Sorry, Shaka Mana Baya. Now I'm gonna say Shaka Mana Baya. And his yes. shirts yeah. say "Push Through It," and that is from the book. This one is one of the first ones. It says "Soul Scars." But uh, the new ones, they push through it. That's really amazing to, to hear your story and to be able to share that with with people that follow us. Um, you know, like I, I said it earlier, you guys are, you know, you are a huge inspiration to not only myself, but you're also proof that with the, with the will... And the drive and the heart and, and and having that faith that you can do anything. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Seth always points here and he always says you have to win here first. Yeah. You get up here before you get up, right? My it's always God. a mental. Yeah, it's always a yeah. mental struggle first. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Bam, bam, bam. Battle is in the mind. Yeah. yeah. That is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I do not need to be chewing gum on the podcast. I apologize. Oh, you're I'm fine. Not I, bad. I I appreciate everything. You know, I appreciate you guys coming on and 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 yeah. sharing the story and talking with me. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. Well, thank you for inviting us on. And uh, thank you, thank you guys for supporting Team Seth Foundation, being a part of his journey, and being a Team Seth family member. And we appreciate it. We appreciate the continued support, encouragement, the prayers, and um, more is coming. We're excited. Yeah, oh, we're excited. This is not the crescendo yet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Absolutely. Well, I, I hope you know things keep going great. Uh, and, and I hope you do really well with the massage therapy because it seems like that's that's definitely a, a very big passion that you have. Yeah, and he's really thank good you. at it, by the way. He's really good at it. But um, thank you, Joshua. And we appreciate you inviting us on today. Hey, yeah, I pray. He prays at the end of all of his TikToks. I don't know if sure. that's and that you would yeah. be okay with? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay, hey, uh, I'm the one that's, that's being for uh, God and me. So, it's uh, in his language that yeah. God gave him, and he said God understands everything he's saying. Yeah. So, so I think he's basically saying he's got the hookup, and we're the ones that don't know how to speak right. That's what I think. Right. So he's going to pray in his language, Joshua. Okay. Okay.
Buchole rica, rica, la de poco. Y si se te va a rica, moque rica. Buco y fuego, marica rica. Bore rica, rica, marica rica, moro rica. Poque rica, poque rica, poca rica, rica. Poco que malayeca, le da uno por rica, le rica rica. Poco rica, moque rica, rica. Maria Kaya, Hoya, Payeka, Marioka, ya. Payekulo, Maria Kuo, Ogi Kayana, Maya Hola, Ayakaya Hoya. Isekaya Kaya Poyiki, Isisi Poyaka, Payakaya, Bolaniaka, Maroka Yaka, Yikori Pudi, Isika Marika, Deranana Mayaka Yaka, Bolori Marohe, Mariaka Yaka. Manorica, Marica, Yapa, Morocaica, Moroiki, Tisisi, Uzi, Vodereica, Marica. Amen. Thank you so much. Of course. And, uh, yeah. I love you, brother. Same. I, 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 I just love, love the, the, the enthusiasm when in the in the uh, the drive that you have, it, it's it's definitely something everybody can learn something from. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Let, You're welcome. Bless you, bless you. That's our dog. That is a talker, and she will not shut up. That's his thing going. Like grunting, grunting. So. That's her. He's like telling Seth, okay, let me get a word in edgewise for me. <laughs> so thank you guys. Absolutely. Bless you, thank Joshua. You. Bless your podcast too. Thank you so much. So you guys good. have a great night. Thank, thank you. you. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>